time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest running sports talk show. On 107.9, the fan. Good afternoon and welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan hanging out with you this afternoon as we uh, we jump through the last day of the week for us. It is Thursday. Thursday's Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love Thursday being Friday. We've got that uh, get out of town kind of thing. I'm going out of town this weekend. Well, I'm, I'm a little sad. I was on fall break, so my fall break's over. Oh, <laughs> that is sad. <laughs> That's uh, what you do on what you do in fall break that that's worth talking about. Uh, not much. Took my daughter, watched her play volleyball, and took my kids to school pretty much every day because my wife's car was in the shop. So that's it. That's it. Just daddy do, honey do. Yep, that's all it was. Wow. Well, you know what? When you grow up, that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. Anyway, I'm uh, I'm going to Sacramento. Oh man, I, really I know it's gonna be crazy. My uh, my youngest kid is in the uh, Iron Man. He's doing his okay. first ever full Ironman. He's done half before. So my wife and I are going to – I'm doing the, the, the ball game Friday night in McKinney, mm-hmm. driving home, getting up after about three hours of sleep, oh, no. hopping on a plane, and making my way to Sacramento. Where are you flying out of? Texarkana. Oh, okay. I'm going to fly out of here and then hop into Dallas and then – Get Make the connection there. to Sacramento. Oh, okay, into uh, in, and you going this week of NBA op- uh, opening week, so are you going to just catch an NBA game out there? Or? I have no idea. <laughs> I know this much. Sunday, I'm going to watch my son jump in the water, and then I'll have no idea which one he is. As thousands of these people are going in, swimming across this river, apparently, or whatever it is they're swimming in, and then I guess he'll come out. And I'll be able to recognize him at some point in time. Hopefully, yes. I'm hoping. <laughs> He's going to run to his bike, shed the swim stuff, put on the bike stuff, and drive away, right away. Okay. 112 yes. miles later, he's going to show back up again, get rid of the bike, change his shoes, and start a 27-mile marathon that will watch him run away, and I guess however many hours later... He'll show back up again. So I'll probably see him for about 10 minutes on Sunday. So it's all in one day right here. All in oh, one that's, day. That's impressive. All in one day. He hasn't done it yet. Yeah, that's, that's, that's impressive even train for that, though, oh. right now. Who I, does this? I, I, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm feeling exhausted thinking about that right now. Now, he's never done a full. <laughs> he's done halves. So all of this is going to be wow. doubled the most he's ever done at one time in a competition. Like, he's ridden 100 miles on a bike before. Well, how old is he? 30. Oh well, I mean, he's right there in that prime age. So that's, yeah, that's, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, he's in that prime age. So he's right, he's right on the edge of of, of finishing off in his prime years, though. <laughs> so, so my wife and I supposedly have to go and support the son. So we're gonna go support him. We're gonna go stand there, and we got T-shirts made. And like I said, we'll who we'll, the video ready? Oh my, my wife! Okay. I'm sure will. I'm sure my wife will be videoing every one of the ten minutes we'll actually see him for this two day excursion. That's awesome. Unbelievable. I will, I'll have stories next week. Oh, I, I, I'm when I come back next week. There's no telling what I'm going to have. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> and that's, I mean, I've been in Sacramento before, so, I mean, I like it out there. Anyway, I'm, a, I'm a West Coast guy in yeah. LA, so 
This will be my first trip to Sacramento. That'd be fun. I've been in San Francisco a few times. Never Sacramento. Never Sacramento. No. So I'm, I'm doing something new. My stepdad's from out on the, on the West Coast. So Is he? I kind of I kind of like that area now. So I'm warning folks this. I don't know if I'm going to be back in time on Monday to make the show. We're going. I mean, it's, I'm supposed to land at three thirty. So if I'm landing at three thirty here in town, I'll be here. If not, I don't know. Yeah, that's. There may be a show. There may not be a show Monday. It's all by the luck of the uh, of the uh, TSA and FAA and some other A's. I'm thinking about your lack of sleep from Friday to really all weekend. You're gonna yeah, no, you you work an Ironman contest with him. No, <laughs> see when when he the swimming part I'll have to stand there because yeah. I mean it's not going. But the biking and the other part. I mean I'm gonna. We're going away. We're going to drive away and go get something to eat or see the sights and like time. Well, when do we have to be back? Especially the marathon part. Yeah, correct. twenty-seven miles. He's going to be five or six hours running easily. Yeah. So I mean, we may. I may go home to, back to the hotel and take a nap. You said one hundred twenty miles on the bike too. One hundred twelve. One hundred twelve. I mean, yeah. Sheesh. I know. <laughs> Not me. And so I asked him. So where's the next one after this one? Uh-huh. What are you going to do it again? He said, "This is the only one I'm going to do." I went. Excuse me. <laughs> he said, yeah, "I just want to see if I could do it." So he's literally been training for about two years for this weekend and then to not do it ever again. This is like his Olympics. This is his, this this is his Olympic. Right? This is his moment. Yep. Yeah. He's going to make the most of it right here. We hope. <laughs> a, we hope he doesn't drown. B, we hope he doesn't crash. C, we hope he finishes the race. No, we think it positive, positive. I am. I'm but those things don't happen. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. I'm saying it's not going to happen. Think yeah. positive, positive mind frame. And then I'm hoping I get back on Monday. <laughs> There's a lot going on. There's a lot of moving parts this weekend. Try to sneak some sleep in while you're there. Uh, well, I'd say on the plane, but being 6'3 and sitting on a plane, yeah, I don't sleep. Yeah, that's not a good look. I don't one. sleep. Anyway, that's what I've got this weekend. So uh, while you're sitting on the couch watching college football, think about me. And that's all I'm going to be doing this whole weekend. Is that's, <laughs> that's it. My yard work is done for the week. That's wow. pretty much what I'm doing. Probably sit on my grill and, and watch college football, me and my son. Nice. Speaking of college football, coming up in about 35-ish minutes, we will have our uh, picks of righteousness. I am looking forward to it as well. And uh, I will say shout-out to uh, my guy Landon Jackson, was oh. the SEC Player of the Week, oh. Defensive Player of the Week. So. It was really fun watching. I was watching it with my basketball team as we got done and had our workout Saturday. Yeah. It was pretty fun to watch him. Say I know him? Oh, huh? oh yeah, they see pictures of him in my office. Oh, yeah, they, I, coached, I coached that guy, yeah. That's the smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I coached, smart. I coached that guy. Like, I really had something I, to do with it. How many pictures <laughs> of players that you coached do you have up? I, I, you know, I have I have pretty much all of my uh, team photos up. I don't have any of my um, – I have one picture of my football state championship with my deep with my corners. Okay. Uh, have all my basketball teams I've coached. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, it was funny. Was on my, what my on my basketball team I had with Landon on. He wasn't there the day before we played center. He he broke his nose. Oh. And so he missed a picture that day. So I had to insert an extra picture for him in there um, for my individual <laughs> pictures. So he's not in our team picture on that one. So you got one of those Ricky Bobby deals. Yeah, so Oh, that yeah, isn't absolutely. right. <laughs> what? He wasn't there. He wasn't there. He broke wow. his nose the day before, so uh, Did, Mr. Cormany had to had to fix his nose for w- him. Were you coaching them when uh, when they played Jordan Walsh? Yeah, I was the head coach when we played them yeah, in a regional, regional tournament. Uh, actually, I still had that video on Huddle. One of my players I coach now is a major Arkansas fan, and he was talking about Jordan Walsh. I was like, speaking of Jordan Walsh, I got a video I can show you where my point guard dunks on him. Yeah. I showed it to him. Now he's yeah, playing yeah. for the Boston Celtics. Now he's the Boston Celtics, and we held him to six points. I threw that in there too. He was only a freshman, of course, that year. He was. <laughs> you know, I'm still gonna say we held him to six points. 
and it's it was, not really a score. Was, in all honesty, that's no, not really his game. He's not. They had another young man who could, his biggest thing was in transition, and our whole goal was just not let them run in transition. Right. That's probably my only game I've ever coached where I didn't put nobody at the free throw line. I sent everybody back, and he, he could not get out in transition right. on us. So that was that was a whole. Goal. How much fun was that? To coach that, I mean, I granted you're up against a, a team full of you know college and NBA potential future um, players. In the moment, you 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 don't realize how how much you know you what you're accomplishing, and you look back at it. I'm mean, past what six years they've lost. I think one game to a four A team, Argyle. I think I could be wrong. Argyle beat them in the year 2020. Besides that, I think they beat they won a state championship by two, and I think we're the next closest game they had, and they beat us by uh, four. So we were right there. Uh, they hit two free throws late. It was a yeah. two point game with like fifteen seconds left. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get one of those after the game. The coach, you know, hey man, you had us really nervous. You know, it's like whatever, man. You, you guys won. I don't want to talk <laughs> to you no more. But it you was know, a great high school it, basketball. It, it, but game. you look back at it, you, you you saw we we played the best we could possibly play against yeah. a team that should be a, probably a six A team, and you know, it hats off to them. It was just their day to win, and um, but we we. My kids perform well. I perform more, better than I could ever imagine. Did you like games in commerce? I did. You know what was weird that year? Um, I had a feeling. I said, I think we can get there. So our first game of the year, we played commerce right. that year. And in you commerce. remember, and commerce was loaded that year. They had the uh, two coaches' sons. Matter of fact, they beat Atlanta that year, knocked them out the playoffs with Damian Collins. And uh, we go up there, and we're ready. We didn't have our football kids, but we we're like, we're ready. And they beat us by like 35 points. And it was just like, are you kidding me? It's not going to be a it's gonna be a long year for us, boys. But we, we go back, we play Crandall sure. in round three. It's not the Crandall that you see now, but this still is a basketball team. And they, they had us down 40 to 15 that game. We just couldn't make a shot. And then we come out guns blazing. I've never seen us make so many shots in our life. We come back from down 40 to 15, beat them in overtime by nine. I think we scored them like 57 to 25. That's crazy. And it? if I wasn't there, I wouldn't believe right. it. You know? That's right. And so uh, – I have great experiences there. I, I would say, though, if you're asking me, would I want to play a regional tournament there again? No, I don't think it's a very good shooting venue. I don't either. Um, but it was fun. It was fun for the kids. And obviously, we, we won a game and lost a close one and, and got blown at one. It's so hard to find spots that work for everybody in the region. Yeah. When you got Metroplex teams and you got East Texas teams trying to find a place that's fair that Correct. you can be able to bring schools from all over the place to a centralized location. Commerce seems to be geographically one that makes pretty close to the most sense. Yes. But I hate that place. When I was down in Palestine last year, their region's a little bit better. I feel like you, you have more gyms. It's easier to get, uh, get games. Uh, their regional tournament down there is in Bryan. Um uh, but just getting games is so much easier down there when we right. was in the playoffs. It, just, it was easy to find location gyms. Here, here is tough. You know, you you, you want to find like a Mount Pleasant. You want to get a Lobo, things like that. But all of a sudden, they, if you pull them from the Metroplex, well, they don't want to come that far. Nope. We want to play in Sulphur. Yep. And, so, and so it is a little bit different, especially if, you, if you're if you in Texarkana because we're in the corner over here. Yeah. And so it's just – You're never I mean, getting a game here. I, I've gotten to the yeah. point where I was frustrated. I was like, you know what, this is flip home and home. I don't care. Wow. Just flip home and home. And so then that that usually changed their attitude because if they lose that flip, then they got to come way no, out they here. They don't want to come. So here. then they are making adjustment in place, and so they won't better. travel this far. Correct. That's the one thing you kind of get about the Metroplex teams. They'll go to Commerce and they'll pack Commerce. Oh yeah. I don't think they'll come much further east. Oh, the than best that, way though. you can do is pull them, pull them, try to pull them Mount Pleasant or something. Yeah. That was always my goal if I had to play those type of teams. Was that a gym you liked? Yes, I like the Mount Pleasant right. gym, uh, especially if I'm not playing Mount Pleasant. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right, yeah, playing anybody else there, I'm I'm good. You know, Joey has a good good program yeah, there. So, uh, yeah, if I'm playing anybody else, yeah, it's playing Mount Pleasant. Absolutely, very nice. We are reminiscing a little basketball. We got a lot of NBA stuff to do. The uh, season's getting ready to start this weekend. Um, 
the commissioner gave his kind of uh, not really the game address, but he had a sit down with Stephen A. Smith here the other day. We'll come back and visit about okay. some of the things he was talking about and and uh, what your thoughts are about where the NBA is at the moment. We also today, don't forget, it is Thursday. So Tuesday and Thursday, we have our Nukes Sports Trivia giveaway, our, uh, our uh, $10 gift card opportunity. Don't say giveaway. Opportunity That's for right. you to, to win $10 gift card through Nukes. So we will do that at uh, at. Uh, bottom of the hour let's do it then we'll do it in about 16 17 minutes so you got a chance to get yourself mind right there we're still doing baseball which means i'm going to keep the uh the topic on baseball for yeah. today's question oh, that sounds good to me I, I was hoping the rain just pulled it off yesterday but watch any of it okay i did and um houston jumped on them and i was like oh no that's all I can really say. Houston got going on Verlander. You know, I, I'm, I'm impressed by a couple things of last night's game, and we'll come back and visit about the playoffs a little bit more in a few minutes. But, um, A, they had to get some innings out of Scherzer. Got to get him loose if they're going to make a run through this round and hopefully into the World Series. Yes. They got to have Scherzer. They're not going to finish it off, I would think. Uh, two, they got down 5-0, but that game never felt like it was over. No, no, I, you know – after the after the after the two run homer, I, I kind of look like I think they 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 can they can get back yeah. in this thing right here. They right here at it, and um, you know, just Houston got off to a good start. I mean, that's just one of those. Sometimes you just get off to a good start, yep. and you can hang on the hang on the win. Which I think Texas did that in game two when they jumped up five zero. Was a game one? They jumped up five zero. No game two because they won game one yeah, two nothing. Yeah, and Houston fought back and got it down to five four. So, right. You know, just kind of how it goes sometimes. That's this series. I'm yeah. telling you. I, uh, I, I was looking today, and somebody say they think Houston in seven. Now that Houston's got one. They feel like the Astros will go out and win this thing in seven games. I think it'll go seven. I'm just not uh, – we're still a week away from me saying who I think is going to get this. I was thinking, but I think it's going seven. I was thinking Texas in six, but you – know, Are you? Yeah, I shouldn't have said that out loud now. No, 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 no. That's actually good. <laughs> I, you know, they, they go again tonight, obviously. Yes. Uh, game uh, four tonight. Game three was hugely important for Houston. Oh, absolutely. Couldn't go down 3-0. I think game four may be hugely important for Texas tonight. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the NBA playoffs. You know, you don't want to. You, you, you know, you get you give you lose that one game. You know, it's, it's not saying that you you gave it away, but it's okay. We're up two zero, right? But you don't want to get back to two two. Now, nope. now it's a best of three series, and you know, and two of the three are in Houston. In Houston, so anything can happen there. So you want to get that stranglehold on the on the on the series and go up three one. All right, we're gonna take a break. It's about uh, fourteen and a half after the hour. Leaving the yard, Chuck Zach, Dwight McCowan. We're doing the Thursday version of Leaving the Yard here on The Fan 107.9. So you laugh at the mirror, wanna low down side. Buckle up your bridges, set your face just right. Back 18 after the hour, leaving the yard. Chuck, Zach, Dwight McCowan. We will do um, our Nukes Sports Trivia Contest in about 12 minutes. We will do Picks of Righteousness at uh, quarter till the top of the hour. Right now we're going to talk a little NBA. We're getting closer and closer to the beginning of the NBA's regular season. Commissioner Adam Silver this week sat down with uh, Stephen A. Smith, had a little conversation about... uh, uh, the league, where things are going, and what changes he would like to see, and what changes are happening. Of course, one of the changes happening is really trying to put a stop to the load management sitting of players. You know, last week, uh, 
Uh, I did a football game where the star player, Taylor Tatum from Longview, uh-huh. didn't even suit up. They were taking on a team that was going to be easily handled by everybody else on the team, and they don't even put him in uniform. He Great. was healthy. He was fine. He had a, a big workload the week before, but there was nothing wrong with him. And they decided we're going to sit him this week because we'll really need him next week. The NBA almost is now saying to coaches, you don't get to do that. You got to play your guys. Well, because it's gotten out of control, you know, as a, as a fan, you know, I mean, I mean just me as a fan, from my, as a uh, fan, me and my son was looking at going to a couple games last year, and we, we just didn't go because you just didn't know who was going to play. So you get there, you know, we, we was going to get some Warriors tickets. But then all of a sudden the Warriors, you know, older team, they don't they don't let their guys play on the road. Or, you know, Steph Curry. I mean, I'm not going to watch the Warriors if Steph Curry and, right. and, and, no and Draymond, no guys not playing, you know, or, or the Kyrie sits out for the Mavericks when he got there. And Lucas, you know, so it, it got to the point where – you know, you're you're alienating your fan base. Or I'm at the house and it's a, it's a Thursday and I can't wait to see this great game on NBA TNT. And all of a sudden, half the team ain't playing for both teams. It's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and turn off of here then. So I'm, I'm sure it killed ratings as well because me as a big basketball guy, if I'm turning it off, what do you think a casual fan oh, is no. gonna do? So you know, he has to he has to address that because it's getting to the point, especially with these young players, they. They take it as a badge of honor to that I get to sit out. I mean, yeah. you can tell they're they're excited about it. They're having a good time. They're talking. They're you know they feel like it's a badge of honor to sit out of a game. It should be the opposite. Like, hey man, how about you play some games? Yeah. We can see we we're paying customers here, and I'm and I'm rarely on the I'm rarely on the fan side, but on that one was that was really frustrating because you just never know. And obviously, what I have a young son who wants to go to these games, and we just refuse to get tickets because you don't know who's playing. Why why rarely on the fan side? Well, usually I just think fans are, are very irrational in a lot of That's things. True. And so, you know, I'm I'm more of a rational person and I and, and I try to look at both sides of things, you know, if it's if it makes sense on both sides. Right. And so usually when it comes to that, I think fans are just irrational for the most part with with fans. I mean, those guys are players or humans. I mean, I, I remember, you know, a couple weeks ago when when um what's his name on the Boston Celtics gets traded and, and his wife writes this letter and they're human. You know, they have to pick up, they have to move their kids. Yeah, they make a lot of money, but right. you still have to, if you have kids, you understand taking kids out of a, out of their re- routine and moving them somewhere else, you have to have compassion for that. And people are just like, well, you make a lot of money, so it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, you do make a lot of money, but you're still human. So that's that's where I get it, on, you know, from that side of it. See, I, I'm okay. I don't mind the fans voicing their displeasure. I don't mind Correct. they're they're, they're well, plunking down to, the money. Absolutely. I don't mind the fans demanding almost that if I'm if I'm as much as NBA tickets are, are if I'm now. going to watch a game and I'm we're three hours away from going to see a Mavericks game, you're spending basically nine, ten hours of your life yes. to go and drop the kind of money you're gonna drop to not see the guys who are coming into Dallas maybe the one time that year. If they're an away team, you're looking for the Warriors. It's in their conference, but in Eastern Conference, Giannis, let's say. Yes. The Bucs come in the one time to Dallas and Giannis doesn't play. Why go? There's it's no an point. NBA, it's an NBA game, but that's the guy I came to yeah. see, and he's not playing. Yeah, it's not. It's just. It's just I, I remember. Obviously, me as a kid, I get the good chance to go see you know Scottie Pippen and all those guys, and you just knew they was gonna play, so you're gonna be there to see them right. play. Or Kevin Garnett when he was first coming into the league. Now it's just you just don't know, and so Adam Silver had to do something about that, and, and I'm sure it wasn't that hard of a sale to the to the owners. Like, hey man, you gotta get your guys on the court. 
you know. Now again, it's one, if they're hurt, they're hurt. Right. But these guys are just sitting out, just having a good good time, having a good conversation, and having a good time and talking and just sitting on the bench. That is very frustrating. Do you blame Popovich for this? Hundred <laughs> percent. He once started back in 2014, right? And uh, I remember it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, him and him and uh, Pat Riley kind of got into it because after the, Sp- the Heat beat. Uh, the Spurs in the finals that year. The next year, the Spurs come down to uh, Miami, and he's that's when he starts it. Then, right. and, and 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 he didn't even let Duncan, Ginobili, Park. They even come down to Miami, and so then later on in March, Miami goes to San Antonio, and LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and those guys, Chris Bosh. They didn't even go. They didn't even travel neither. So I was just like, oh my gosh! But that's where it started. He was the father of it, and I'm a I'm a big pop fan, but he is the one that started it. So then here's the here's the rock in the hard place. As a coach, what's your objective? Sure, is to win. You win a championship. Correct. Okay. So if my objective is to win a championship and I have guys on the back end of their career who play hard when they play, Ginobili's always on the floor. Parker's a little guy getting knocked around. We know what kind of player Duncan was and how much abuse he took inside by bigger guys. And I know my best chance to get to the end of this is to give those guys sporadic time off. Correct. There's a if there's a long road game, a road, road trip, or back to back games, mm-hmm. I'm going to save their bodies by not playing them the second game of that back to back, and I'm going to give some other guys a chance to play. My objective is that NBA title at the end, not game 41 that I'm playing back to back in Sacramento and in Seattle or in Portland. Whoa. Well, that's what the NBA did. Was first they took away the back to back. So yeah. there's there oh, not yeah. as many back to back. So that that helped. Second, if you're gonna do that, that's fine. Within well, have them sit out games at home because they play at home more anyway. Right. That's right. Now the road. That's where you're trying to see the other fans, see the fan bases. So give them opportunity for that kid. You know, if it's a, if it's a, a Dallas Maverick game, but that kid lives in. I mean, let's just say Mount Pleasant, Texas. Sure. And he drove all the way in for that one game. Hey, man, how about you be there? And I, I'm not saying you got, but that's that's the mindset is is on the road. You should be playing in those games a little right. bit more. Fair enough. And just cut their minutes back some. Change number <laughs> two. That's supposedly something they're looking at. They're not happy with the NBA All Star ratings. It's horrible. The games are unwatchable. It's not a basketball game to watch. It's... And the ratings are reflecting that. Correct. And I have been forever a uh, detractor of all-star games. I don't like any of them. The NFL's is a joke. The NBA's is a joke. The NHL's is a joke. Baseball. Decent, yes. There's there's something in the offing there. You got to win it to get the home field, blah, blah, blah. It, It feels at least historically more legitimate than the others. But this... Giannis and LeBron are going to pick their squads and they're going to play and then we're going to go out and never play defense. The NBA is looking at that going, that's not what we want. We were trying some new stuff. Now there's the conversation about we're thinking about going back to East versus West. I don't really know much what you can do except for make it East versus West. I mean, these guys just – it's just a – I'm going to sound old here. It's, it's, a different <laughs> generation, it's a different generation of competitiveness where – you know, a lot of these guys play a lot. They know each other, so they've been playing each other for years. Right. And it's just, it's not that that dog going at. I'm gonna go at you today. You know what I mean? It's that, hey man, I'm gonna take care of you. Take care of me. And which it's fine, but it ain't fine because you want to see these guys go in it. And right. so you need those alpha males to take over. And the best, I will say this: I love the Elam ending they, they put into it. The Elam ending has been great, but the first three three and a half quarters of it is just unwatchable. Yep. It's just it's brutal to watch. I I, I don't think I watched it the last couple of years to be honest with you. I think I watched it the first year they did the Elam ending. I watched it. Maybe you take the Elam ending, 
which we, and for those who don't understand what we're talking about, there's a, a set number of points. Great. You get to that number, you win. Yeah. Uh, maybe you do that each quarter or each half. Instead of doing it just at the end, you make this somehow well, I don't think where they can... you're playing to a number instead of just firing up as much as you can till the end. I'm going to go corporate on this. I don't, okay. think they can, I don't think they can do that because if they have an Elam in every quarter, and then that's going to probably mess with TV commercials and stuff like that because you never know when they're going to go to a, to a commercial break. So oh, man. that's just a You're guess. A corporate yeah. I'm, just, I'm just guessing on that what one. What the heck? <laughs> I mean, but I, I, so that's just my guess. Um, but to be honest, which I don't really think there's really much he can really do. It's like the dunk contest. To me, the dunk contest is terrible. Um, the best players, they shoot the three point ball anyway. So yeah. you should make the three point contest last. You might want to even take the dunk contest out for a few years and then see so you can come back. Because you need, you, you need the best players to get in and, and, and just the, the biggest names they don't get in. Because again, to me, this generation of players, it's a badge of honor to sit out of a game. It's a badge. Of, it's a badge of honor to turn things down, not to do them. That's just my opinion on it. We've been doing the dunk contest for forty years now uh-huh. in the NBA. Can anybody do a new dunk that's not been done? Yeah, that's another. I mean, it's crazy. These kids are super athletic. Yeah, and they just to me just the best ones are not not in it. No, I haven't watched a dunk contest I probably either. in about six seven years. I haven't either. <laughs> I can't even tell you who's in them anymore. Yeah, the guys that are the best dunkers don't play they don't in, get it. in it. Once they do, once the three point shootout goes off, I'm pretty much done. See, I don't I'm even. I can't even night. watch that anymore. I like three point contests. It's, uh, it's 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 fun to watch. I like to watch a skill competition. Uh, it's, it's and that's one of those, it's kind of just one of those things that me and my sit down and we watch. Right. And uh, when I say that, because as he's getting older, he's um he's kind of all over the place on his video game. He's right. on his phone. So right. so you know we're losing that contact together too on that. But that's kind of what we do on Saturday night. But I don't think much as they really can do about it. If the players don't want to get that competitive edge, it's not really much he can really do. And here's the other problem. With free agency and the amount of money they're making and the amount of TV exposure they're getting and the free agent moving around that's out there, what incentive is there to even play in those games? In the past, not much. For you never left your team. So your team and your conference were always associated with you. The Celtics were the Celtics. They didn't go anywhere else. They were in the East. The Lakers were the Lakers. They were in the West. Now the guys are changing teams so well, yeah. often it doesn't seem to make any difference. And I would say probably the last time it was super competitive. I remember I was. I know a lot of people not a big fan of LeBron, but when he went to Miami and they had the Heat and the Celtics, so those guys didn't like each other. Right. I remember they had the camera back there, and and they were the Heat players were sitting with their little area, the Celtics players were sitting with their area, <laughs> and the other guys they was kind of sitting. So it wasn't like, hey, what's up, man? How's right. it going? Let's go. No, it was like we're here because we have to be here right now. But at this, oh, we're not friends still. And it's but that was you, Kevin Garner. Garnett. Yes, but and, he, and he's that, that next gener- He's from that other generation. Right. You had him and Kobe, who was still from that, right. that generation that we grew up seeing. And it's just a new era. That's Who's all that is. guy now? You don't have it. There isn't any. You don't have it. I don't see anybody no. out there. I would think is that guy that's taken that so personal. He's just going to sit on the other end of the bench because this guy's now on the All Star team. No, though. you don't. You, you don't have it at all. I, I would say I would have said Dr- Draymond Green. I, I would have said I, that too, but I don't. But know. he's not like. I mean, him and him and LeBron are best buddies yeah. now, and they're under the same. They were clutch sports together. So, it's see, like, how can you, you know, do that? How in the world can you? Do, how can you be best buddies with a guy that's trying to take away your cheese, basically? Because his because his his corporation is making him a lot more money well, for because they're making so much money <laughs> that the cheese doesn't matter oh, at the end. Absolutely, they've got rings, they've got trophies. So I get another one. Uh, absolutely. Big deal. Hey, I'm, I'm trying, they're trying to make a paycheck. Amen. That's what they're trying to do. All right. We're about to have music, which means i got to get uh, you queued up for this. Here we go. Nukes, sports trivia. 
uh, giveaway time. $10 gift card to Nukes. You can call us, 903-735-9905. Phones are working. You can put it up on Facebook. I've had people text me. That's a problem. My phone's up there recording for Facebook. You can't text me and win. So it's got to be on the phone, 903-735-9905, or it's got to be on Facebook. Here's the question today. I'm looking for the youngest major league player to homer in in a World Series game. Who's the youngest Major League Baseball player to hit a home run in a World Series game. I'll give you the clue. Post-1970. So you're not going back to some old guy. We're talking about guys in the modern era. Youngest one to hit a home run in the World Series. 903-735-9905. Or you can give me the answer on Facebook. First one gets a $10 gift card to Nukes here on The Fan 25 minutes till top of the hour. Congratulations. Multiple folks were right, but only one can be first. That's uh, Debbie Hackett, who uh, nailed Andrew Jones, the youngest player to ever hit a World Series home run. He was the ripe old age of 19 in 1996 when he jacked. He actually had two World Series home runs in that series against the 96 after hitting only five in the uh, regular season that year. Braves was loaded that year, too. Oh. I was a Braves fan. And they also had Jermaine Down on that team as well. Yeah. <laughs> they were they could play a little baseball. They could. And they had some guys who could pitch. Oh, man. Smoltz, uh, obviously uh, Glavin, Maddox. That was pretty good. Avery. Steve Avery, who was yeah. really good yeah. in that first run. That's they were, right. They were, they, were, they were loaded, man. They had some guys. All right. Um, you can come by and pick up your $10 gift card. I'll leave it uh, up front. Just come to the station. Show them your driver's license. You'll be good to go. Okay, uh, we were finishing off NBA stuff. James Harden not at uh, practice no again. No surprise. I don't think he's going to show up. I think it may be a uh, elongated battle between the team and Mr. Harden, who says, I, I didn't get a long-term high-dollar contract I wanted. If you're not going to pay me, I want you to move me. He's 34 now. He is not the scorer he was back in the day, but he led the NBA in assists this past year. So it's not like he has zero value. He can't play defense neither, though. Well, can't or won't? Both. <laughs> what do you pay the guy? What's he worth to you? I, you, got a, you got a franchise. You're the GM. I don't want Dwight him. McCowan, you say, all right, I'm going to give you a contract, Mr. Harden. Here's how much I'm willing to pay you. I don't want him at all. You don't want him I, at all? No. My, my brother's a Rockets fan. He was a, he was a James Harden guy for a little bit. I, I can't deal with him. I just – He's a guy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not into that Skip Bayless clutch gene stuff. That, that stuff's annoying. But when it when it, it's, it is kind of weird though. When the playoffs come, man, that dude just kind of disappears. When it gets a little, little clutch moments, and yeah. he can't get any calls. He can't kind of fake his way to the free throw line. Nope. His game just disappears in the yep. playoffs when it gets more physical. So, you know, if I'm Philadelphia, obviously this guy's a Texas guy, Tyrese Maxey. I'm 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 looking to build around that guy and try to keep him beat around and things like that and, and build from there. Okay. Uh, if I'm Philly, I'm just like, hey man, you can go sit out. I don't. I just don't know who's gonna trade. For who he wants to go to the Clippers. Yep. Clippers don't want to give up man for him. No. Which I wouldn't want to give him up neither. I'm not no. giving up a young athlete, a young prospect for that guy. So 
I don't know what what you do with him. To be is he a good you. teammate? Do you know? I mean, you know, the, I've never heard anybody say, you know, Harden's just a pain in the neck to deal with in the locker room. You know, that's one court. of those. I, from the outside looking, you would say, yeah. I, I've never heard a teammate say nothing bad. Right. And, and I, so I don't think he is. I think it's more of a frustration with the management part of it. So I think he's one of those guys, if you get in the locker room, I think he wants to win. He's just. Um, he wants to get paid. Absolutely. I, I just think it's his first priority. Like, right. He, he was the first one one out of Brooklyn. Everybody looking at him crazy. And right. then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, well, he was actually the one that was right about the Brooklyn situation. Right. And so uh, I just don't feel like um, he's, a, he's a winning type of a player. And I hate to use that term, but I just he doesn't have those intangibles that you need to, to get over the hump. Do you, can he even go back? I mean, when you call your GM basically a liar. No, he can't go back. Uh, I don't see know. how Daryl Morley can have him back. And they were together in Houston. This isn't like, oh, he just landed there and didn't know who he They've had a relationship for years, and for him to say, this guy's a liar, and I well, will play for him. The story that I heard, if it, if this story is true, from, and this is just from James Harden's side, the story that I heard, if it's true, then he does have a legit gripe because he was kind of kind of used car salesman he got kind of used car salesman move on him uh when when uh maury told him he can give him the max deal so he's thinking i'm gonna get the max right. deal but what he was mean was i'm gonna give you the max deal for your year your service and things like that so he kind of slipped that part in there and so if that happened and that's for them to have the background they have together that's pretty low yeah if, now again that's just that's just the word that they were saying earlier today that i heard on on the news i just I'm with you. I got to have a guy that plays on both sides of the court. I can't have a guy that's just five on four when the other team's got the ball. Just can't do it. You can't be Boston no. with, with, with that guy, well, or, Milwaukee, or Milwaukee, or any, anybody else that matters. Just, just you can't do it because he can't. He can't guard anybody. No. You want him on the offensive side. I want him to distribute. He's well, he does get to the free throw line, or at least he for the regular season does. Correct. I'm about to say you say that because he uh, after that he had a big game against Boston, maybe yeah. game one or yeah. two, and then he just disappeared. Right. No, it was game two because <laughs> he was game terrible two. in game yeah. one, and he just disappears. Like what happened? You know. So he 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 tends to do that a lot. He did that. I remember Oklahoma City uh, when it went to the finals. Man, he just he struggled really bad in the finals. And not saying that he's trying to. He's just it's just kind of his, in, his, in his DNA. He just. It's a little tighter. And he's not getting better at 34 than he was at 33. No. And he's a guy whose body seems to be aging rapidly and, and then, not to his benefit. And you put him on the Clippers, and then you got him, Paul Joyce, and Kawhi. That's, that's like a lot of low uh, management right there to me. I, I, I just see, talked about <laughs> Yeah, I see that not working. No. And I'm, uh, I'm Tyrone Lou. I don't, I don't want any part of that neither. No. Yeah, but that's just me. All right, so that's basketball talk anyway today. Next week, they'll have the regular season going. We'll be hot and heavy talking about it when you come back in next week. we got to finish up uh, this last segment before we do Picks of Righteousness. Certainly talking about a little more baseball. Rangers and uh, Astros will play game four tonight. Uh, Houston got off to a quick lead, knocked out Max Scherzer early last night. Uh, Rangers hit a couple of long balls. Thank you, Josh Young. Other than that, they couldn't seem to get clutch hits. Houston finally got clutch hits. Correct. They had been bad in the first two games trying to get uh, guys on with uh, guys to get on base with runners in scoring position already. They got that fixed yesterday and it's a massively veteran team who has been here so many times before. Being down 2-0 is not that big a deal. You got to win 4, you've only won 2. That's why I was so huge with Texas to win, go up 3-0. If you could have went up 3-0, you almost put a stranglehold on the, on the on the series. Now it's now they, like I said, the pressure's back on Texas uh, tonight. If it gets to two and two, gets to two to two, uh, it's, it's probably gonna go seven with with with, with Houston winning it. Um, even though I'm I'm picking Texas in six, I'm I'm anticipating Texas is gonna win tonight. The other series, Arizona Philly game 
three tonight in Arizona. Do you have $17? I don't. You don't have $17? Not on me right now. Well, if you did, you could get a seat at the uh, game tonight. Oh, man. That's how cheap they are in Arizona. This the the They're, bottom fell out of the ticket market for the Diamondbacks after losing the first two games of the series. Wow, seventeen bucks. You know how much they are if there is a game six how in much, Philly. How much are they? Four fifty. Oh, you would do better flying out to Arizona and going Spend, and plunking down seventeen bucks. <laughs> Absolutely, you could probably go. You could probably fly out of Texarkana, get to Phoenix. Plunk down your 17 and come back cheaper than it would take to right. go to the game I'm in Philly. Pretty sure you could. 17 but man, bucks. Philadelphia is hot as fish grease right uh, now. Those guys are just killing the ball. Uh, My gosh. Also, uh, for the uh, for the poor Diamondbacks, talk about a team who did not expect to be in the postseason. Did you see the story today? No, I did not. Was there, it? there is a uh, list of guys who had plans made <laughs> for the end of October figuring well you know yeah. we're, we're not going to be in the nlcs and we're sure not going to be in the world series and so guys like evan longoria the diamondbacks third baseman his wife booked a cruise that's <laughs> which absolutely planning ahead hey listen babe we, we probably we, we get in we're not we, gonna get there yeah we knocked out in, yeah. in, in the play in the play in so right. no it's fine no problem no problem but then you knock off milwaukee and los angeles and now all of a sudden you're in it and now you got cruise <laughs> tickets going well, what do we do with these cru- well you're gonna have to you're gonna have to eat them because yeah. Yeah, Sorry. I, well, I'll make sure that story does. If, I, I'm, if I'm, I'm Evan Longoria, I'll make sure that story does not get out because now you go with the fans. It's like, hey, man, you didn't think we was going to win? That's right. I, well, I mean, not really. Nobody did. You didn't either. No, nobody <laughs> did. It's a, We've got uh, one of the Diamondbacks whose best friend or one of his friends is getting married. I think it's this this weekend or next. Maybe this weekend. No, it's next. It's next weekend. Oh, well, on the pace of going, they can still get married probably. Well, well they're going to get married, yeah. but he's hoping. He says, "I hope I don't make it." Oh. He said, "I already bought my suit and everything." He said, "But I'm hoping I can't get there that we're still playing." But it's funny how many of these guys. Arizona lost a hundred and two games last year, hundred and four yeah. games, something like that. To get in the playoffs this year, they were such a huge long shot and got it and hammered the Dodgers. Hammered, I'm talking abused about the, abused the Brewers. I was like, wow, they abused them both. But they've run into Philadelphia. That's just. Absolutely. Like you said, oh, they're it, I, I can't see this going back to a game five. I think um, Philly's so locked in right now. Problem for Philadelphia is going to be if they sweep this thing and the Astros Rangers go seven, then they're sitting for a week. And they haven't had to sit yet. They've been a wild card team. They got to play in the first two rounds. Now all of a sudden you're going to sit when you're red hot. You don't even want to you know, sit. It reminds me of that year. Uh, it was uh, it was Boston and Colorado. I can't remember the year, but yes. Colorado had won. Like they swept the first two rounds. I mean, we just blazed through the division. I mean, the wild card division, ALC, uh, NLCS, yes. and then they get swept because they set out for like a week and yep. Boston just hammers them. But they were killing the National League. And then all of a sudden they sit out for like, I don't know, it was like six, seven days, yeah. and Boston just rolls right through. Now, it might didn't matter, but again, it just killed all their momentum. That's been one of the complaints about the wild card round, that teams are getting to play while division winners sit and, and cool off. Yes. You know, the one thought is, well, you get healthy, you get your rotation the way you want it, everything should be good. The other school of thought was, and you start looking at division winners, how'd they do in the second round where they sat? Dodgers out. Well, you know what? With baseball, because you play 162 games, so you have a schedule rhythm. Right. So, you know, you want to keep playing. Right. Opposite of like football or basketball, mostly football, is you don't play as many games. You're banged up. You, right. you need time to catch your breath. Baseball, it is it's a rhythm sport. Yep. Dodgers out. Orioles out. Won 100-plus games. Couldn't get out of the second round. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Third 
Thursday means picks of righteousness. When we come back, here on the fan 1079. All right, welcome back. We got 10 minutes till top of the hour. I got to queue up our Picks of Righteousness theme song, EJ Jackson. Here you go. It's about being right. It's about being righteous. We're going to pick who we want. Yes, we will. We don't care if you like it. It's not about the point spread or what the papers say. Y'all tune in to the Picks of Righteousness. Oh, my goodness. Every Thursday. Yeah, every Thursday. All righty, there you go. The smooth delivery of EJ Jackson, the Picks of Righteousness theme song. We need backup singers. <laughs> we got to get some, we got to get the Picks of Righteousness backup singers coming. Here's how it works if you're new to the, uh, the presentation. Every Thursday during the college football season, we sit down and pick a handful of games and decide these are games of interest and we're going to let you know who we would like to win not who we think is going to win we're not that smart i'm not dwight may be that smart i'm not that smart don't put your hard-earned money on anything we say because we're not trying to win you money we don't care about the point spread as ej said all we care about is these are the teams we like and here's typically the reason why we like them. That's right. That's how it works. So here we go. Uh, we start with a uh, a big ten, a big ten, big time top ten matchup. Uh, Penn State and Ohio State are at the Horseshoe in Ohio State in Columbus. What do you think? I want Penn State to win. I want Coach Franklin to get over the hump and get him a, his first big win for Penn State. All right. Now, Sci-Fi Guy is a dedicated listener to this program. He is an Ohio State fanatic. Now, he was in here a couple weeks ago. I think he hosted for you one day when you couldn't make it. Okay. I like tweaking him a lot, like thumping him on the head. But I got nothing for Penn State. I got no love. So my righteous pick this week, can't believe I'm saying this, is going to be the Ohio State Buckeyes. Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. Arkansas, <laughs> Mississippi State. Always going my boy Landon. We're going Arkansas, right. Mississippi, uh, Defensive Player of the Week. They need a win. Bad. They Sam's, uh, you know, they, they played well against uh, Alabama in the second half. Got close, got no cigar. They need something good. Uh, I'm not a fan of Sam that much, to be honest with you. Crick. But, but I like the guy. Yeah. He's a good guy. Seems like it. Seems like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's disingenuous. I think he's maybe in a little over his head, but I don't think he's disingenuous. So we're gonna actually call the hogs this week as yeah, well. That's a, yeah. that's a <laughs> tough one. <laughs> uh Alabama, Tennessee. Oh, Alabama. Uh I I, I actually like Nick Saban. I, I really do. Oh, I do too. I, I really like him. I mean, obviously, uh he's a little down at the quarterback position, but I'm going Alabama. In Nick we trust. Absolutely. And I got, I've said this before, I got no love for Tennessee. Nothing. 
There's nothing about Tennessee I and, particularly and like. And Josh Heupel was a quarterback for Oklahoma when they beat Florida State oh, in high school, and oh. I was not very happy about See, that. See, then there's that. That's righteous. <laughs> Texas and Houston. Texas and Houston. Oh, Texas. Um, no, 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 no. Who? Are I? I'm tripping. I'm, 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 you are I'm, tripping. Yeah, I'm, I'm messing up. Yeah. I want Houston to win. He, why Houston? First of all, I'm not a Longhorn fan. I mean, I, I pull from against Oklahoma, <laughs> but I don't like Texas, so that's that's enough for me right that's there. That's one. Um, and they fired Shaka Smart. I mean, when they ran Shaka Smart off, I'm a Shaka guy. You are a Shaka guy. Yes, I am. We love him up in Marquette, by the way, right now. Man, I work this camp. That's a good guy right yeah, there. Yeah, he he's is. a good dude. Yeah. You know what? I'm torn by this. <laughs> I am. I, I would like to see. I would like to see Houston actually pull off an upset. Show that they belong in the big conference again. Oof. This is a chance to do that before Texas escapes. Houston gets one chance at them. Dana Hogerson, I think, is the coach in Houston. And they basically have said, win that one game. You don't have to worry about your contract. Win that one game. I'm sure. So there's a lot of heat on Houston. We saw them pull off the Oilers replica helmet a few weeks ago. Loved it. They're at home against the Horns this time. Go Horns. Hook (laughs) them. Coastal Carolina, Arkansas State. I like Coastal Carolina's colors. So I'm, See, going with I those guys. I'm going with those guys. You stole my Chanticleer's <laughs> love. And I don't like schools that bend to, I got to change my team name. Oh, no, man. During the COVID, man, I was like, those guys' uniforms are awesome. I know, man. right? <laughs> and I've said this before. My daughter-in-law is a South Carolina girl. So go, go Chanticleer's. There you go. I had to look up what they were. Really? Yeah. I didn't know what a Chanticleer was. No Who knew that? No, I never even heard the word before. Well, no, not to it up myself. Yeah. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, I'm a Jim Harbaugh guy. I'm, I'm all Michigan, man. Uh, now, I'm a little weirded out by this one. Apparently, the NCAA is investigating Michigan for spying on the Spartans this week. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like they're trying to get Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL. I don't want him in college no more. Really? That's just... My my conspiracy theory. Now, now my buddy sci-fi guy <laughs> texted me that today, and I asked him a simple question: Has no one in Michigan seen Michigan State play this year? Yeah, yeah. Do you need to spy on them? <laughs> that thing's crumbling by all by itself. <laughs> Who was it the other day? Somebody told me that uh, that was Michigan team was the best they've ever seen in college football. Some coach had made that comment the other day. Oh, yeah, that's man. big talk. Yeah, we ain't going that far. Well, yeah, I'm just telling you, that's what they were saying. And Rick Mitter is a Michigan guy. And Michigan State, as you said, is so screwed up right now. I I can't root for Sparty in anything. That's a train wreck. Anything. (laughs) Yeah, go Michigan. Uh, Let me see. Let me see. Clemson, Miami. (laughs) (laughs) I got to pick a winner, huh? Um, I'll I'll give you this. I like both of those programs in my lifetime. I loved Miami. When Miami came up and was all that. No, I like Miami. I just didn't like the coach messing those kids over that when he didn't take the knee a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. But but I'm picking Miami to win, though. I want them to win. Why do you want them to win? Well, obviously, from my childhood, I was a big Hurricane fan. Yeah, me too. I was was a renegade, so I was was going against the the grain. People didn't want them to win. I want them to win. Dabo took a lot of heat this week again. You know, I can't decide – is Dabo just goofy or is Dabo really a bad guy? I can't see him being a bad guy. But I know you give me the big eyes. I know. I'm a fan of Dabo. I know. I, see, I just I, it just feels like he's, he can't be bad, but I think maybe he is. Yeah. 
Yeah. And Miami, who not only lost two weeks ago, they lost again last week. Ugh, North Carolina put it to them. Yeah, the they got to get right this week. Otherwise, this is going to be a train wreck it's of epic proportions. Correct. And I don't want to see the Hurricanes be that. So, yeah, we'll say go Miami. Utah, <laughs> USC. Oh, Utah's going to punish those guys. Really? Oh, yeah. I like that. They're, they're a physical football team. We, we were talking about, you know um, – Old school thing. I like Michigan. I like Utah. I like that old school football yeah. of just kind of pounding at you, not just everybody running spread air rate. So Utah, even though USC has a Marshall guy, Tay Washington. Uh, sorry about that, but I'm going for Utah on this one. They got hammered by the Irish last week. If you're yeah. a Notre Dame fan, that one was sweet. Yeah, I got a phone call from my buddy J.W. Bramlett about that. <laughs> I bet he was not at all happy, was he? He was not at all happy that I didn't pick Notre Dame, and then he was laughing because they beat him. <laughs> well, you know what? USC so didn't show up last oh, week. Man, that was a whooping. That I'm wondering. Will they come bounce back? Will they bounce back? I'm going to root for Utah. I've always been a fan of USC, but. This is a program right now that felt a little too cocky to me at the beginning of the year. Oh, absolutely. I'm going in the direction of the Utes. All right. There's our picks of righteousness. <laughs> we remind you, you got high school football tomorrow night all over the place. Texas High against Nacogdoches here on 107.9. Uh, Liberty Isle, Pleasant Grove, that's on News Talk 107.1. Arkansas High, Hot Springs on Real Country. On the dial, you can't miss the Texarkana High School football game if you're on our family of stations. Right, McCown, great to see you again. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, if, you got, if you're in the city, you got a city t- city game with PG and Ellie's, be a good one. If you go to uh, Texas and uh, Texas and Nacogdoches, yep. Texas is a very good team. I just watched them play last week. That team's got a really good chance to make a run at it. We're out. We'll see you again. Any of today's show, get it on demand anytime on the fan1079.com and catch the replay of today's Leaving the Yard tomorrow morning at 7 right here on KCMC Texarkana 1079 The Fan.